I'm getting some heartbreaking emails and all kinds of things. In the evening, I'll read some of them to you. Hallelujah. Somebody sent me a very short, interesting mail. Is it mail or message? He said, ah, Papa, the effect of what mother-in-laws and sister-in-laws can do sometimes is mind-blowing. And he says, some of them, the, um, the, the, what word did he use? He says, some of them, the seriousness of the matter is that they are tongue-talking Christians. That is where it brings the frustration. Hallelujah. Now, um, um, he said, some of them, what they can do, this is what the person said, some of them, what they can do, the devil can do it. So, this thing, has, some of them has overtaken the devil. Amen. If you can do what the devil cannot do, then you are a very serious person. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are a lady here, make sure you treat somebody's daughter well. If he comes to marry your brother. Hallelujah. Huh? And that is what I love about the scriptures or the word of God. Look at your neighbor and say the word of God. This is what I love about the power of the word of God. The word of God it reveals the will of God. Well, let me put it this way. The word of God reveals God's will. And one of the important blessings you can have is to come to the place to know the will of God for your life. The word of God has power to reveal. It reveals God's will. So what we are learning this week is that we are revealing the will of God. And once again, just in case you are not here, and maybe you happen to bounce online, on TV, radio, wherever you are watching me, I want you to understand that everything I'm teaching is, is, is based on the context of the word of God. I am not trying to come here and reveal to you a worldly wisdom. You remember the book of James? I spoke about different kinds of wisdom. You remember that scripture? Huh? Did you write it in your notes? Huh? And I told you about wisdom that is based on the world. You remember James chapter 3? Huh? Hallelujah. There, there are different kinds of wisdom. So it depends on where you are getting the source of the wisdom from. James chapter 3, was it verse 7? James chapter 3, hallelujah. Sorry, verse 30, sorry. Um, James chapter 3, 1, uh, 3 and 1, 3, hallelujah. Uh, and he said, do you want to be counted wise to build a reputation? No, you give me the King James verse. Don't go to message Bible. There are, there are some translations, unless I tell you, you don't have to put it there. Who is wise man and endure with knowledge among him? Let him show out of a good conversation. His works with meekness of wisdom. So what James is talking about is the spirit of wisdom. And I told you that in verse 14, he came back to say that. And he's, he's trying to differentiate the dif different kinds of wisdom. And he said that, but if you have bitter envy and strife in your heart, it means that there are some Christians, they are working in church, but they have bitterness, they, have, they are working in strife uh, in your heart. Don't glory about it. James is trying to say that don't, don't, don't celebrate it. Don't let it be like uh, 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 something. Don't, let me put it, don't be proud of it. That one, uh, you are envious and you are proud that you are envious. You like strife and you are proud about it in your heart. He said, glory not and lie not against the truth. Once you start doing that, then you are lying against the truth. What is truth? Truth is God's word. Can I say that again? What is truth? Truth is God's word. 
It was a question Pilate asked Jesus. Jesus asked him, for this purpose was I born to, 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 to fulfill the truth. He said, for this purpose was I born to testify of the truth. And Pilate asked Jesus, what is truth? And it's very difficult for anybody to answer the question. Truth is a person. Jesus came and said, I am the truth. And if Jesus said, I am the truth, Jesus is the word of God. So he said, lie not against the truth. If you have bitter envyness in your heart. But then what I love is verse 50. This is what he said in verse 50. And he said that this wisdom, the wisdom that look like you, you are trying to make the wrong, present the wrong as if it is right. He said that wisdom is not, descended not from above. So there are wisdom people are walking in on earth. It doesn't come from above. It's not from heaven. Amen. And he said, but, the, uh, uh, but uh, uh, this, this wisdom descended from above, but it is earthly. That means that there are certain wisdom people demonstrate. It's earthly wisdom. So sometimes uh, there are information you have gotten, you are applying in your matrimonial home. It's earthly wisdom. There is another one the Bible says, accentual. It's another word for carnality. And there is another word that it says, devilish. So you can demonstrate a certain wisdom, but it's a demonic wisdom. It's not from God. Amen. So people are walking in all kinds of dimensions of different kinds of knowledge. But, that's, but in the context of what I'm teaching this week, I am teaching the context of the, of, the, of the authority and the knowledge of the word of God which is the truth so and there is something about the word of god james uh, uh, um, is it first first timothy chapter 3 16 say all scriptures are given by the inspiration of god and they are profitable all scriptures are given by the inspiration of god and they are profitable for doctrine, for correction, for reproof, and for instructions in righteousness. All scriptures are given by the inspiration of the Lord. So every scripture that you read from Genesis to Revelation is God's bread. Huh? Uh, is it Timothy chapter, 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. All scriptures. How many scriptures? They are given by the inspiration. Now, another translation says, the scriptures are God's breath. I think it's other NIV or New Living Translation. The NIV verse, all scriptures are God's what? Huh? Breath. So, the word of God came as a result of God breathing. So, holy men wrote it, but they were under the influence of the Holy Spirit. So, I don't know, there's the Holy Ghost that wrote the word. All scriptures are given by the inspiration of the lord and he said the word given by the inspiration of the lord is profitable hear this all scriptures are given by the inspiration of the lord and it's profitable look at your neighbor and say the word of god is for profit say it very loud say the word of god is for profit now if you are here you are a businessman or woman or you are desiring to enter into business after you go to buy, you bring things from, uh, 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 what do we call it? I almost say Kenya. That's people bring things from Kenya. From uh, China or uh, Turkey or Dubai to come and say, what is really the purpose and the reason for going into business? Hmm? And just in case you are, make, you are not making profit, what will happen to the business? The Bible says the word of God is for profit. That means that if you give the word of God attention, you will make some profit. That means the word of God is not for loss, it's for profit.
Amen. But for you to profit you, the Bible say, all scriptures are given by the inspiration of God and it's profitable number one for doctrine. Another word for doctrine is teaching. So anytime you come to church or you listen to a tape or you go anywhere and they are preaching the word of God, the word that they are preaching to you, it must fall in one of this. Hear me very carefully. The word of God that you are hearing, it, it means that this afternoon, when I finish preaching, either the word will teach you, number two, or reprove you. Everybody say reprove. <laughs> the word re means again. Come back to NIV. Let's check the word reproof. I want to give them another synonymous word. All scriptures are it's useful for teaching. Remember, I told you it's what teaching. What is the next word? I can the word reproof is another word for what? Rebuke. It means that the word of God can come and rebuke you. And rebuking is not a comfortable thing. Mm-hmm. So when you come to church, don't just sit in church. That is why there is a problem in our generation that to come to church and you want to hear what you want to hear means that you are heading towards a distraction. Because once I want to come to church, God knows what you have done at home. And he sent his word to rebuke you for what you have done. So the word of God can come and rebuke you. And that is why it takes a humble person to receive God's word. Because the one that the Bible says rebuke the scorner and he will hate you. That is what the book of Proverbs says. The cardinal sign of a fool is that he hates rebuke. So anybody that don't like rebuke, the cardinal sign that the person doesn't like a rebuke is that he is a foolish person. Yeah. I don't care the way you are quiet. That is the truth. The Bible says, rebuke the scorner. He will hate you. If you correct a child, that is what the Bible says, foolishness is attached to the child, but the rod of correction. So a Jimmy Samchichrabufrakuma that no matter how a child is anointed, a Jimmy Samchichrabu and you see there are all kinds of demonic things in our generation when we we're growing you know there was a time that they came back especially when you go to the west that you cannot correct a child you cannot keep a child it's contradicting the word of god and babylon wants you not to correct your child so that they can take them and spoil them we became better because our parents dare with us my mother was a headmistress you will get some case I, 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 I grew up every time there are canes in our house. The brown one, the white one. Yeah, there is a one that mommy even put it in the water. You know the one that they make it like this, grow, grow, grow. It's very serious one. It's very flexible. It doesn't break. Six of them. Huh. We were four, one for everybody. Plus other two cousins living with us. So sometimes when you misbehave, they ask you to go and bring your cane. <laughs> no, you don't know what I'm talking about. We were correct. We, there was those days in Ghana, there's something called Omini bus. We used to take it to school somewhere. Those days in Akimo down. And when we were in the bus, an elderly person coming, you stand up for them to sit down. <laughs> the, the correction system was working. We were under canes. We used to have a headmaster. He can't you do it like this. And he says he's going five classes. If you go three and you stand up, it is canceled. He has to start again. So you can't say, AJ, one day we did something. One of my friends taught me some foolish thing. We loaded cement paper in our bag. 
And when the lashes, he discovered the cement paper, Jesus Christ. Now they took our shorts, took our panties, and put the shorts back and made sure that we don't even have any covering there. And they gave it to us. The rod of correction. The word of God can come and rebuke you. And that is what the King James called it, reproof. Amen. The King James called it what? There's another word there, correcting. So, and I believe that what I'm doing this week is correction. What God is doing. There is a way you are marrying and God wants to correct it. Because if you go that way, listen, the mails and the messages I'm getting, I realize that this is a major attack of the enemy in the church, but the church has never given it attention. Many people are not here. If I'm doing a program and I say, oh, come for some anointing service or communion, you see the place jam. But most people, this is their problem. This is their problem. I'm getting messages from pastors. Pastors. Some of them say, I shouldn't stop. Some of them, somebody is suggesting that at least every week I should do twice online. Hey! Yeah! Hallelujah! One person said, I was filing with a lawyer. I was in a lawyer's uh, chambers trying to file for divorce. But because of your message this week, I've canceled it. Because I realized that what I am going to divorce my wife for, if I don't work on myself, even if I marry again, it, the marriage will not be successful. So the work of God comes to correct you. Correct. All scriptures are given by the inspiration of God. They are profitable for correction. Give me a little power in the monitors. Give me. He's sleeping here. The guy is asleep. Wow. Thank you for waking him up. Now you have wake up. Give me power in the monitors more. By the time a sound man is sleeping, it means our marriage problems have increased. I'm telling you. It's a serious matter. Come to church, your sound man is sleeping. This guy, when he marry. On the, on the honeymoon, chances are that he will sleep. So we have to even teach how not to sleep at the honeymoon. It is possible. Oh yeah. Today, yesterday, somebody sent me. So I read the thing. I couldn't continue studying. He said, she, 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 she. I don't know whether he won the visa or lottery or something. Went to America. When he went, they didn't know anybody. So he went to stay with the pastor. The pastor was trying to make advances to sleep with her. And then because of that, he has to relocate and go and stay with another friend. The friend brother also captured her, fired, and a child came out of it. Now, after then, he, he completed school. He was working. And then he got married. He met the man. The man said, I will marry you. And he said, me, I'm not. He said, all along when he was growing, he was not a wedding person. He has never been. He has never liked wedding. So he told the man, let's do so. The man said, oh, um, I really want to honor you because you are a beautiful lady. And so they did a loud wedding, not knowing the man is impotent. And the man is aware, even the family is aware that he's impotent. And he said, I hung on it for three years. Now the case went to my pastor. My pastor has to go and buy a vibrator. Poker vibrator. He said, go and buy a vibrator and use. Finally, he said, my mother-in-law Call me to rain insult on me that you 
you know my, my son is impotent, but you came to marry him because you were looking for his money. And he said, how do I know? I am building up to the question he asked me. Then he said, my, then later, my husband told me that after three years, he's coming to Ghana because somebody said he should come and apply uh, local herbs. He came to Ghana and died. <coughs> she said, the guy has passed away. Now, they say, whilst he left, I filed for divorce. And things like this, when you file for divorce, they will give you the divorce even one day. I mean, they, they don't waste time about it. Because especially when you know you are impotent, and you know that you are not impotent, and you don't tell the woman. So, but they said that, he asked me, he said, now, the divorce is granted, the man has died. But the customary marriage, he's asking me, how do I reverse the customary marriage? Should I send it back? And he said, a thought has also been coming to his mind, that is his next marriage, since I'm preaching that everybody should live a holy life, how can you know whether the man is potent? He's a busy atoyas. Interpret the tongues. And when you interpret it, that is it. There is something called tongues and interpretation. Do you hear what I said? He's a busy atoyas. Interpret it. Also, for there are serious issues. I just summarized the mail. How do I know? Is it a question you are asking me? Doesn't God also know it and say we should lead a pure life? What, how do I know? The just shall live by faith. Amen. One day I was preaching somewhere, this question came up. Another guy answered it in a way. He said, you don't have to fire to know. Eh? You don't have to fire. Get closer to him. You, the woman, get closer to the guy whilst you are courting. Eh? And touch some place. If nothing come up, it means I don't marry the person. Uh, uh, uh. This one is called natural laboratory tests. I cannot guarantee that. You are smarter than the angels in heaven. question you should ask me why did he even stay in the marriage for three years you know you are impotent do you know this thing a lot of people have done it they know they were impotent there was recently a case like that i forgot in the church the the guy say he believed that by faith it will work after marriage is that the way faith to preach faith is not presumption faith is not foolishness if you don't why didn't you believe to get it up before you came to marry me These are the things that is coming to me. Males. Males. I read this one. I slept. He said, I'm hungry. I don't know what to do. And the same mother-in-law that said the guy should come to Ghana for treatment. The guy came and died. So the mother-in-law brought her. I'm sure she made him impotent. Because look at the attack on the girl. That you came to marry my son because of money. It means that he made his son impotent. Said that nobody would take his money. Yes. So some of these in-laws that you take, I've been saying something that you are looking at me. What do you do when your mother is ahead of the witchcraft? It's a choice. Witchcraft is a choice. You can have a mother that has joined the witchcraft association and it's a witch. 
And nobody becomes a witch to advance the cause of the gospel. Witchcraft means that you are being possessed by the devil. And the devil doesn't possess people for fun. Once you are a witch, you are geared towards destruct, destroying. Every witch destroys. Witches don't have. One of the reasons Africa we don't dis, we develop is witchcraft in every angle. Our witchcraft can bring us to the place of uncontrollable enviness. And so, this spirit of witchcraft that is asserting itself in Africa, it, this is the way it operates. If you are going up, I have the power, I, I, I want to do everything to bring you down. I don't want to go up and you two must not go. So we don't celebrate good things. We don't celebrate advancement. We don't celebrate anybody that is prospered a little bit will be hunted. It seems like everybody that is prospering has not prospered the right way. You better be prayerful. You better. Amen. Yesterday I had a vision. I realized that time is coming. In. The way the secret societies are forming in businesses and companies. They are pushing people that time is coming. If you are not part of them, you can't be in a certain position. So only prayer must break it. Let me tell you something. When the Lord system became strong in the early, somewhere 20th century, there, God used full gospel businessmen and women aglow to break that thing. That is where a lot of them converted through the full gospel business testimony. The one that is rising now, can this generation pray for God to bring a solution to break it? Our joking way of serving God. Our joking way. Today I read something. And when I read it, I was excited. And I said, they will saw the pastor. Look at the whole America with the boo. Dr. Kenneth Copeland moved his private aircraft and went to Afghanistan and rescued Christians. 5,000 plus. And it's all over the news. One man. If a man of God and somebody wrote something, somebody in America wrote it, we said that all the body of Christ and anybody who has insulted this man for prospering own him's apology. As God should curse all his insulters. Government is there. People are there. Hollywood people are there. But one man of God took his private jet and paid I'm trying to get the money, some million, 15 million dollars. Osofo, don't let us be poor. 15 million US dollars invested with a pilot and arranged, be carrying the Christians because the Christians are the target of the Taliban's. And the plane was just evacuating them and bringing them. Government are sitting down, keep insulting us. And when, keep telling me that I should sit on a horse to come and preach. One day you go to Afghanistan. Where are all the people that make noise? Babylonian prosperity is for the destruction of the church. Don't make a mistake. Don't. Don't. Hallelujah. Don't make a mistake. <laughs> people have been running here. Eh? Where did they get money from? During coronavirus time. The same people insulting us. I was here with this guy. Army generals with soldiers came here. And what is your purpose, man of God? Can you, can you surrender your place for quarantine? Ask Jackie Dems. I said, no problem. But when he saw me and my children, he said, do you live here? I said, yes, I live here. Because we do online services. 
and I live here with my team because I don't want them to go out and come. So we are all here. And the general said, ah, then it's very difficult for us to quarantine because we can't quarantine people. And I remember I told him, I said, general, by the grace of God, we will not get there. I told him, I said, we will not get to a place when we have to get plenty of people. Because you see, uh, isolation center, is that what they were calling it? Isolation center. So they said, I should bring my place for isolation. I did, I said, don't make it a news and everything. But I said, general, we are praying we will not get there. And we never got there. Yes, oh. So, they went to church of Pentecost. That one became a news. They came to me, my own. It's just I didn't make it a news. But at the same time, I thought about it. Those who were insulting us, now there's a national problem. And they realized that Porter City can be of a help. I never talk about it because we don't want all this media, media attention. Don't insult the church. And when they are insulting the church, don't join them. Because when their problem will come, the same church they are insulting, they will come to the church. Yeah. We took offerings small, small. Instead of chopping, they said we chop money. I, I, even, I can't even understand how they try to insult us. If we chop money, can we do this? No. The man of God raised 15 million dollars from his church and moved his private aircraft. Maybe they hired some and went to Afghanistan. Even the, the danger of flying to that territory and rescue Christians. If soldiers are dying, what are civilians doing there? Soldiers are dying. Look at your neighbor and say, we don't have a choice. We have to prosper. Tell the person, prosper. No, prosper. Prosper. Today, it's in America. So, the team, sometimes when it happens to somebody, you feel like it's very far from you. I told you that when coronavirus started, it was in Wuhan. All of us were talking and listening. So, BBS, a good China, four power, a good serious. Not Chinese for the, and doing one normal way. As if the thing was far. We were talking about it around November. By January, it has landed. Americans that were making noise, and these Chinese people, it killed them more than probably. I, I mean, I'm telling you. Well, if you see the thing from afar and you think it's far from you, don't make a mistake. The devil is called the prince of the power of the air. Wuhan was only the gateway to enter the earth, but it was coming everywhere. Yesterday, I saw in the news the ammunition America has left in Afghanistan. They show they say it's over 80 something billion dollars. It is like buying a fish and giving it to a cat to keep it for you. These people are the promoters of terrorism. Now that you have gone to leave these things for them, what we need is no more tactical. We need divine intervention. We have to pray. The church must pray until God steps in. What the devil has afraid on earth is not a governmental institute. It's not a parliamentary member. It's not a parliamentary institute. What the devil is afraid on earth is the church. There is nothing that has power to silence the devil, no government than the church. I will build my church and the gate of hell can never prevail against the church. Unfortunately, the church has become weak. We are sitting down in argument. People are afraid to go to church. Pastors themselves are afraid to come and preach. So you are staying home, cry. You, you are better. Oh, you are better. And then when they step into their fear, then they come to use wisdom. Most of the things use wisdom is fear. It's fear. If we were using wisdom, we won't start doing the things. 
Everybody who's afraid about work can't be brought here praying and, and, and doing the things we have to do. Hallelujah. What a, can Africa explain why coronavirus couldn't affect them? We can't. Even the scientists in the West cannot explain. They have tried to find out the common denominator and the reason why this virus couldn't affect Africa. They cannot. Recently, they say our AstraZeneca it cannot handle data. And I like what one white man said. Okay, if it cannot handle data, the data is still in Africa. Why is it not killing them? The knowledge of the kingdom is foolishness to those who are perishing. Babylon will find a way to try to discredit what God is doing. But at the end of the day, they will still lose. You cannot outsmart God. The crazy cannot outsmart the creator. No. They lock down and don't go to church. And wait, 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 wait. Look at that. Say, These people can be very deceptive. Don't come to church, but you have packed people in the stadium. I was watching Euro, uh, Premier League. Stadiums packed. Oh, 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 oh. No marks, no nothing. Babylon, you are not afraid to go to market, but you are afraid to come to church. One day God told me, this thing is an insult on me. I said, why do you say that? He said, my name is a strong tower. If there is a place we should run to under attack. The problem is not God though. We don't know the God we are saying. We have become very weak. Marriages are not working. People are just enduring. They are not enjoying the marriage. The generation is making marriage look like it's a punishment. So now, the attack has got to the place that John is marrying Francis. We have let inlet and we are entering exit. I'm telling you. It's amazing when we try to enter where God has not made it for entry. It's a serious matter. Now, the, the perfection, you don't understand. So don't sit down and sit down and think that the thing I'm teaching is not important. If you think even now you are not married, one day it's going to catch up with you. You are going to, what do you marry? It means that there are people staying in the church, they are impotent. Whatever they did to become impotent, they come and do wedding pain, knowing that they cannot fire. And when you go to another pastor, the pastor will tell you to go and buy a vibrator. Tell the pastor, do you have a vibrator? Does your wife has a vibrator? Is vibrator in the Bible? Demonic wisdom. Sensual wisdom. Actually mm? wisdom. By a vibrator. Can a vibrator make a woman pregnant? Demonic wisdom. So they don't even think, you see, it's like air canner. That is trying to give Hannah double chop money. You call it housekeeping money. And say that, am I not more than 10 sons? You see, you can even marry a man who does not think. That as far as El Kana is concerned, he has concluded that the money is given to you should satisfy you that even if you don't have a son, relax. So even if you marry and your husband is Kana, you must be spiritual to get the breakthrough you are looking for God. If Hannah was demand, depending on this man for a child, then Samuel would never be born. She has to go and face the, the wall himself and stand before God and pull so. And I said, the trust of the heavy responded. It's a serious matter. All scriptures are given by the inspiration of God. They are profitable for doctrine, for rebuke, for correction. And he said, 
for instructions in righteousness. And that is exactly what we are preaching. Today, let me give you something small and then close about maybe 10 things that can destroy your marriage. Number one, write it down. If you are lazy, your marriage can be destroyed. Write it down. Laziness can destroy your marriage. What do I call it? Quickly. And then we come back and continue 10 commandments in the evening. What can destroy your marriage? Talk to me. What can destroy your marriage? Even the way you are responding shows you are lazy. And I'm sure your marriage, we, we need prayer. I say, what can destroy your marriage? If you are lazy, it will destroy your marriage. Today we have a lot of marriages that the women are rather working than men at home. Bibri. Bibri. And the, 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 the practicing ones. There are, do you know there are guys in a church here? Eh? Gifting is not working. All of them know that gifting is, is believing God, is prayer that you will get a man to marry. She works at, uh, what do we call it? Uh, 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 let's say, Akai Oil. Evelyn is not married. He's praying that you get a man. He works at uh, uh, Intercontinental Bank. Evelyn gets a rate of 20000 uh, we pay gifty twenty two thousand. Mm? Then, uh, what do we call it? Asian is not married in the church. Watching them, Asian go and propose to gifty. He also proposed to Evelyn. Every man, this one give him five. This one give him five. Ten thousand kusu. He is not working. Do you know? I find out there are guys in the church. They propose to some number of girls. The girls give them money, and they don't work. And they hit the girls their head together. And they chop them on. They, they tell them that. They, if some of them even work with them and chop their money huh, and tell them that I never told you. Yeah. And some of you too are so immature. And let me use a word if you permit because it was used by Paul foolishly to let them play on your emotions. By the time a guy sit in your car, you give him money, you go and come, and you come so close, you go to his house, and that, then he's going to say that, I have not opened my mouth to tell you. And because he has not opened his mouth, he escaped through that window. So you should be able to come and stand like and say that, I don't like the way you are getting close to me. I think you are playing on my emotions. We are not in a relationship. Can you stay a little apart? And somehow, whilst they were close to you, maybe another serious guy was interested in you. But because of your closeness, everybody thought you were going out. And one day he comes and says, Did I ever tell you I'm going to marry you? Answer that question. And we come out that he didn't say it. Like if it's not happening, I'm telling them. It's happening. It's all, all over. Wasting your time. And you are there. Don't be lazy. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Number one thing that kills marriage is lazy because you know something. If the couple marry and one becomes lazy and one is working hard, the other one becomes tired. So many, a lot of them. When I went to US University, come most of the ladies will come to me and they'll tell Papa, I am the only one settling all the bills. And America is not like Ghana. America, nothing is free. In Ghana, you can knock your neighbors and collect salt. We don't, we don't ask for salt in America. You cannot be neighbor go and go and eat. We don't do those things. Whatever you are doing, you must work to live. You must earn a living. That is how the country is designed. In America, in 24 hours, certain states, you can become homeless. 
It means that if the man comes and you are not able to pay your rent and pay this, immediately you can become homeless. You can become homeless in 24 hours. You take your things and you are going to sleep under the bridge. That is how the country is designed. It doesn't permit you to become lazy. That is the system. Don't laziness can kill and can destroy marriage. Also, a lot of marriages are destroyed because somebody has decided not to work hard. It takes hard work. It's not everything that works with receiving anointing. Part of the keys for prosperity is hard work. Abraham was hard working. Isaac was tireless working man. He saw in farming. Jacob was a committed worker. During farming, he has enough money to send his family to go to Egypt and buy food. Is that the way a lazy man operates? Isaac dig a well. They fill the, earth, the, earth, the well with earth. He dig another one. They fill it. He dig, tireless worker. He, he will never accept to know for where he's going. You feel the way you will fight you. He's digging another one. If your well is dig, you start and you feel it, you start crying. Yeah. The fact that you have lost your job in coronavirus, that's no means you should sit down and cry. Who said there are no jobs? There are jobs. One guy, I heard this testimony from Nigeria, went to his pastor and said, Daddy, you have to pray for me to get a job. He said, get away from here. You know those Nigerian pastors, some of them, they are no nonsense people. A job for where? Who should get a job? And he said, Papa, I've completed university master. So what? I can get you a job. You see that traffic over there? There is a guy saying coconut. He has stopped. Go and say coconut. He said, Daddy, I have master's degree. He said, eat it. Eat your master's. Go and take it and eat it. Get away from my office. You came here to pray for you for a job. I'll show you a job. You are talking about master's degree. And he told him, he said, listen, which department are you? If you don't go and say coconut, don't come here again. You are fired from that department. And you are cursed. <laughs> See, where the guy at? No, Ghana, you can't do that. They'll go try to go find another church and go. The guy went to see some people and got that coconut and went to stand there. Went to see another guy who said coconut and taught him how to. She was standing there in the traffic. People will be shouting, ah, catch it. Are you a coconut seller? You are not fast at all. Do the thing fast and cut it. One day, she was at the traffic. One man was coming. Cut the coconut. Give me five. Quickly, give me five. And then, while she was talking to the man, the man was speaking, he said, you speak very good English. A coconut seller speaking English like this. Wow. What, 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 what was that? And the traffic gave green. The man said, I like the way he speaks English. Throw his, uh, what do we call it? Uh, car. And he said, call me. He called him, uh, he, he, the, the call, the man will not pick it. Finally, after three days, the man picked the call. He said, who are you, sir? And then he came and said, oh, sir, I am the one, the coconut seller. Oh, yeah, yeah, that young man. You speak very good English. And you say coconut. I, I, I mean, I gave you my card because I wanted you any time. Can I show you my office so that you bring me coconut and stuff? So I'll do that. And he said, but you speak good English. So he went to say, you, you speak very good English. I like the way you speak English. What happened? He said, oh, I have my master's degree. Masters in what? He said, economics. And he was telling Coconut, he said, I don't have a job. He said, go and bring me your CV. Bring me, let me see. He looked at his CV, he said, what? He called the manager and said, we are looking for an accountant. Look at this guy. He said, let him start to work tomorrow. They put him there. <laughs> now, hear this. He has to get a job. But it won't come by writing application. The breakthrough is humbling yourself and start selling Coconut. In two weeks' time, the company gave the guy a Prado and gave him a bomb girl. Wow. 
You see the way you are not clapping. Because to you, you have to write application, then you go and dress, and then you wear your wig, and you get makeup, and you are going for interview. No interview has gotten a job. Two weeks, he's driving a four-way drive. In no time, the pastor said he became the chief chartered accountant of the company. Big oil company. And he started flying abroad. Brought his pastor an offering. The pastor put him on the platform and said the testimony. Laziness will destroy your marriage. You must be concerned. He said, I lost my job in the, in the virus era. You are not the only one. You are not the only one. Many people, it's a, it's a global attack. It is not an excuse for you to stay there. You won't marry to work. Let me tell you something. That is why I like what Dr. Thomas Muro said. Love starts the marriage. It's not love that makes marriage work. It's knowledge. Knowledge. And I'm adding another one. Hard work. Hard work. So if you are lazy, you will destroy your marriage. Do you know the kind of things we do to keep the things that we do? Do you know yesterday the time I slept? Do you know the time I wake up and pray? Do you know the time we prepare message? Yesterday I slept almost 2.30. I went there. We were dealing with things. We were talking to offices. We were talking to some of our people in America. They have to give me information. I was dealing with different things. By the time I was sleeping, it's almost 2.30. Yeah. Huh? Both me and mommy. We wake up this morning. I told him I'm coming to pre the children at reopen school. You have to go to the school and sort things out. You have to beat the traffic. Six o'clock. He has to wake up. Pa, take the children there. I'm also preparing to come and preach. If you are lazy, your marriage will not work. Many marriages have been destroyed because either the man or the woman is lazy. Receive grace to come out of laziness. No, I know you will say amen, but I say receive grace to come out of laziness. Now, number two, if you are suspicious of one another, the marriage will not will be destroyed. Suspicion would destroy the marriage. It means that in the process of getting married, if you want to have a sound, godly, sound, peaceful home, you must trust one another. It's in the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse number 15. Let me get it. Genesis chapter 2, verse number 25. Genesis chapter 2, verse 25. Are you with me? Amen. Everybody says suspicion. Destroys marriage. Genesis chapter 225. Everybody, let's read it. Look at the script. Look at the screen and let's read it. Ready? Go. The man and his wife, the first parent God created, Adam and Eve, they were what? Both of them were what? It does not only mean without dress, it means that they were living in absolute transparency. Nobody has anything to hide. If you marry your partner, I heard this thing from one man of God in Nigeria. Was saying, he said that. A guy suspected his wife so mad that when the woman came from work, the woman to enter, you know, you came from work, your husband just said, honey, welcome. Remove your panties. And the woman, the man began to examine her whether somebody has slept there. How? If it's the foolishness. When you examine, what would you find? You think these women, they are, if they are a smart girl, don't you think they know what to do? Huh? Don't you think they know what to do? Ask them. They were at part before they came to church. Oh, they were very, very smart. Very smart. You are talking about examining after one hour. Some of them, they have two girlfriends, two boyfriends. One of them appeared at 10 o'clock. He left at around 12. By 12.15, 12 the other one was coming. The second one will not even find out something that's going on before he was coming. Ask them. They will tell you. 
because of hypocrisy, they can say foolishness in the highest level. Suspicion is killing marriages. A lot of the Christian marriages, the woman suspect the man. The man, you take your husband's phone, examine the phone. What are you looking for? My grandmother said, Sometimes don't go and open up something you don't want to see. Leave a grandchild told you that what to make marriage work is spirituality. It's spiritual. Suspicion. Unnecessary suspicion. There are people in the church, they are always accusing their wife of something that the woman knows nothing about. It's there. You destroy the marriage for nothing. Destroy. They were naked and not ashamed. It means that the key of trust is a strong weapon to make marriage work. Marry somebody you trust. And if you don't trust the person, develop the grace to trust the person. Because once distrust comes there, it will destabilize the matrimonial home. No. Look at what a woman did and died. The husband was going for a meeting. She was just driving. And then following the he has hired taxi taxi train train taxi driver train break train trouble and then be bring and in the process of that an integrator ran into the taxi and killed the woman they had an accident and died the taxi driver didn't die he said for the past three weeks this is the work mommy does with me she paid me for the whole day and i have to just monitor this man they died when they had an accident only the woman died the taxi driver survived Suspicion destroys marriage. A lot of marriage has been destroyed because of suspicion. Some of you know what I'm talking about. No. One day, and that man, thank God she didn't come here again. I didn't see a lady for some time in church. And I, I, I asked her, so it's a long time. I've not seen you, so daddy. I have to stop coming to church. Do you know, the day you came to church and you were talking to me and you greeted me, how are you doing? My husband, why was you talking to her and watching your eyes like that? So he told your husband, hey, Baby, how do you do? No, no. Papa, where is so? You don't fear God? And he said, what, what is your fear God? He's not a human being. He was holding your hand and he was watching your eyes. What's the meaning of that? Before I know, you are going to his house. And he said, every church we have been, my husband has demonstrated a sin that make us leave the church. Finally, we came here to he has started. And then now he's from you. So I said, let me stay out. Because this one, if, if you find out, I know this man is dead. And I said, thank God, because I could have found out. <laughs> Later, he had a problem. He came to see me in office. They were there with him. I said, you are sick. I said, look at you. I said, do you know there's a curse on your life? We have to pray for him. Suspicion. You suspect people and come and suspect people you are not supposed to suspect. Every man here, especially the Ghanaian man, let me tell you something. Evil people think everybody is evil. If you suspect your, your wife of committing adultery, chances are that you are committing it. Don't, don't, don't try to. Listen, only God can protect people. I heard this story from, I think it happened in Kofodi or something many years ago. There is a man who has three daughters and he, he the, the house wall is like this church bodyguards and you dare not as a man coming to visit them the boys that impregnated the girl they dress like women they wear wig change their voice when they daddy good morning how are you oh, oh. once you are a lady you come oh uh, 
Uh, you are looking for gender. They are there. Go. Uh, three guys, three guys, dressed women, uh, fill their place with foam, wear their wig. <laughs> Good morning, daddy. And, uh, they, will, they will fire because this one, nobody is coming there. It's free bonto. So they are women inside. When they enter, they are men. I have and Nobody is checking. Nobody is monitoring. It is called free range. Before they know, all the three girls were pregnant. All of them. Then they asked them who they said, Daddy. Wow. Because we don't go out. Wow. Then the man said, You people are going to kill me. You want to say, Daddy, we, they, 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 we, they don't go out. So if they don't go out, they go with bodyguards. How did you become pregnant? They almost killed the father before they confessed that this is the thing. They have videos of the way the guys come. Videos. We bedroom. I mean, the whole day. No time limit. No. She thought you were smart. The actual wisdom. The, the girls outsmarted. They calculated the thing very well. Outsmarted them. You think all the people coming to visit you, they are men? Some of them are women. They, they have dressed, but they are not men. I'm telling you. Now people can dress and put all the things and they are like women. <laughs> I was in America recently. I was buying something. Me in Tadebi. Hey. And Tadebi me in Osena. I didn't know that. Now they have their own dress. Then, unfortunately, when I was going to pay the guy, I said, oh, wow, are you a member? <laughs> I just mean that down. One pastor who went to say, Prof! I said, what is it, Papa? Blah, 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 blah. I don't know how they call David Abbey. It's not so. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, are you a member? Are you a member? Mem- membership certificate. This is how the attack has come. I never knew that. They are doing their own dress for them. There is a session in the mall that their dress is for them. what make marriage work is trust trust the person you have married if you are suspicious of your partner eh, you will destroy the marriage the next point not forgiving the past of your partner there are there are guys who have married eh? And the girl told them a little bit about their past. They are still using it in the marriage. Your ability not to bury people's past. It is dangerous to hold people God has forgiven. No. It's dangerous. There was a lady like that in the invasion. He came to me, Papa. He came to me and said, Papa, my husband asked me a question. She wants to know when they were courting. How many men did you sleep with? Where did you sleep with them? Do you have all the date? And he keep telling her, this is not necessary, my past. He said, I want to know. And he told him one of you, I had a boyfriend, yeah. They are married now, we told you that today, the guy use it. What is the sign that when you go out, you can't sleep with somebody? You are not, those the way, the way you were sleeping with them, are you not still sleeping? And finally, he came to me and told me, he said, I want to walk out of the marriage. I said, stay and pray. Stay and believe God more and see how it goes. It will not work. Amen. Transparency is very crucial. Holding people's past. 
Amen. There are guys in the church who has broken people's virginity, but they are looking for a virgin to marry. Today it has become rampant. Everybody's married. You want a virgin. You want a, the one you broke, who should go and marry? And you that want a virgin to marry, are you a virgin? This is the bottom line. Are you a virgin? And if now, do we have virgins at all? It start from two years. If Jesus is going to be born now, God must drop it to one and a half year before he can get somebody to carry Jesus. People cannot be virgin for one hour. There are people one hour virginity. It means that the heaven must come down. One hour. It's because you are in church. Right after church, it's over. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? All these things destroys marriage. The traditional thinking that we have brought into the marriage. It's not working. Amen. Hmm. Some people are sitting in America. Where there was a young man. One day I was in bed in power. I was standing there. Pastor Fred, my friend, this guy came to me that he has won lottery. He doesn't know anybody in America. I remember very well. This is probably about 15 years ago. He was a student in one American lottery. And he has got the process. But if he traveled today, he doesn't know who to go. Then I said, well, I have one pastor friend. So I took my phone and called the pastor friend. friend. Fortunately, it was a uh, We have closed all night. And those days, we were not doing anything online. But he said that what they, the way they were listening to the online, the all night was that people call their phone. They put the phone on microphone, come close to a speaker, and then they'll be listening. So he said, I just finished listening to one night. Those days, there was no online. That was what. And the part, when I called him, he picked it up. And I saw so I have a guy here. She came to approach me. They said, oh, prof, let him come. I will receive him. Help him go to take it. Pastor Fred received him. I went recently. I said, is the guy married? Pastor Fred said, no. He is still looking to come here and marry from his village. <clears throat> Living in America. After 15 years, he's not married. I'm telling you the truth. If you like, call Pastor Fred and ask him. Traditional thinking. The whole America, every woman is not qualified. Coming back to village. Now, this is the key. If you come and take, there is nothing painful that like coming to take a villager and take him to a city and his eyes open. He will teach you a lesson. It is called traditional thinking. Traditional thinking. And he's staying there, he's not married. Recently, the pastor said, Prof, I'm going to force him to come to Porter. So I said, no, none of my daughters will marry her. None of my daughters will marry him. Such a guy. Such a guy. I told the pastor, I said, investigate his background well and help him and break something. This guy is carrying something from his background. Some of the things are spiritual. If you don't take care, you think it's something. It's spiritual. Amen. There are guys sitting here, some of them. It's not online, you are here. You have come to a marriage age, but you are not married. Because all your family, everybody marries after 55. By 60 years, they are tired. If you marry at the age of 55, how will you enjoy the marriage? How will you enjoy? Huh? This is the bottom line. You have never given attention to where you are coming from. You have taken it for granted. May you receive grace. I don't know how I'm preaching this. All these things I'm giving to you. 
they can destroy the marriage. Hallelujah. They can destroy what? The marriage. All these things. How many do you have now? Huh? Number four. Lack of mutual respect can destroy marriage. Lack of mutual what? Respect. Ephesians chapter number five and verse number 15, I think. No, Ephesians chapter five, verse 21. Ephesians 5 21. Lack of mutual what? Respect will destroy the marriage. Look at her point. Submitting yourself one to what? Another. So, so for the submission is through women alone. There is a place for balance it and say that both of us to submit. Lack of mutual respect. Lack of mutual respect. The submission is not one lower person submitting to one upper person or one inferior person submitting to one superior person. It's people of equal standards and everything. But one just have to submit for leadership purposes according to God's hierarchy. That the head of the woman is the man. The head of the man is Christ. My, my brother-in-law in military said that in the army there is no vacuum. It is so arranged that if you have thousand troops, when the commander dies, there is somebody who knows that he must take over immediately. One that one go, the next person knows. So it comes out to the last person. Once this person said, the army cannot move without a leader. So once this one moved back, this one. So if anything happened to this one, the, the one who must take over knows. Nobody has to tell him. He knows that this one is gone. I'm nursing command. And all the rest will submit because they know that he's nursing command. So in the home, God has designed it such a way that not for even physical things alone, but for spiritual purposes. Every woman must submit to a man. But the Bible says, submitting yourself one to another. That does not mean you should treat your wife like trash. That does not mean you should. Because some of us, let me tell you something. We come from a certain traditional area that women are treated in equation with animals. Tradition. You can be born in a particular place in Ghana that the women are not respected. They're supposed to go too far. Mm -hmm. I know an area I was doing national service here. They share the man will marry five women, take them to farm, and share the land for them to read. First wife, read Quirester's uh, Dimension. This one. If I've not finished reading, don't come home. If you become born again, your man is not renewed. You will still want to take somebody's daughter who has finished first degree as a slave. If you're a man, talk. This is the bottom line. So let me tell you something. When Paul said that, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, you have never given it attention. It is dangerous. The problem God has with you, with that, is that we are not growing. We are not developing. We are not maturing. We are, we are supposed to be childlike and not childish. There's a difference between somebody who is childlike and there's a difference between somebody who is childish. You can be childly. There is nothing wrong with being childlike, but there's something wrong with being childish. It means that you are now 50 years, but you are still in adolescence. I read a report recently that a lot of marriage men never cross the age of adolescence, even though they are 50 years. So it's not maturity of the body and, and, and biceps and triceps is a maturity of the mind. That is what the man of God says is based on knowledge. How much knowledge do you have in your matrimonial home? How much knowledge do you have you acquired in making your, 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 your family work? How much knowledge do you have about the woman you have married? How much knowledge do you have about raising your children? 
How much knowledge? No, how much knowledge do you have? Mm-hmm. And part of the thing that you are learning, lack of mutual respect, honor the woman, you respect her, you don't take everyone for granted. Mutual respect, you don't undermine your husband because your salary is bigger than him. You don't take him for granted. Even if you bring more income than him, you still respect him as the head. And let me tell you something. This is where I still honor my wife for, I I knew she was going to help because from the beginning, when he was working in the bank and I didn't have a job, he would take his salary and put it in my hand. I'll call my pastor friends and we'll go and eat kenke at Bukum and I was making sure with the money. There is something about money you don't work with. You make sure with it. You didn't work for You didn't work for the money. You make sure with it. Hallelujah. You did not work for it. You chop it without sweat. And that is it. Amen. I knew it. We were caught in when he advised that we should have a, a joint account. And me, I was happy because my contribution was not inside. My name, it's only my name that is there. And I mean, and I'm believing God and then joint account. So, when I had the idea, he took me to Joy FM, Coco Memory. There was SSB Bank there. We opened the joint account savings. My name is name. I am the one that signed. He to sign a uh, contribution one day. When, so, he take his salary from the bank and he take, don't say we are not married. Say that. Let's divide the salary into two. The two, the other half, he gives me half and then he takes half because he has to take trotro to work. And the other half, we go and save it. Eh? One day I went to preach somewhere, they gave me some small money. I, I intentionally went to add some five CDs so that it's not that me too. I am very contributing. Hallelujah. And I, I really contributed. I have to be very honest with you. That is the point. <coughs> Recently, I, I remember I said, that account is still there. And you're just laughing. I don't know what happened to it. One day I went to withdraw all the money from inside. And I can't went to Dormat. Then uh, they say, let's go and activate it as though it has died a long time. That account. I mean, the person who opened it for us, he has died. So when we go there, we can't get it. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, lack of mutual respect will kill your marriage. Tell the person. It means that when you marry, it is crucial for you to respect one another. Don't ever take one another for granted. If there is anything, I'm going to come out with two commandments this evening. And it's going to bless you. Amen. All my beef and learning is about the message I'm going to preach at the dinner time very powerful that message will change people's life i am thinking of not even bringing it to online because of the heavy things i'm going to share i'm thinking amen because i'm going to share things the things i'm going to share all of you it will guide your life it will save you from a lot of things hallelujah <laughs> this one is very common. That's what this one is very common. Unforgiveness, bitterness, hatred, malice, anger, resentment would destroy your marriage. Unforgiveness, bitterness, malice, anger, resentment, they will destroy your marriage. If you marry and you are the kind that don't forgive, the marriage will not work. All these things destroy marriages. If you are not unforgiving, marriage will not work. Let me tell you something. Everybody listen to this one. Anger is not a sin. Can I say that again? Becoming angry is not a sin. And the reason it's not a sin is that God gets angry. And the anger of the Lord was killing against them. So anger is not sin. That's why Paul said, be angry and say not. It is your actions after anger that make you sin. One of the commandments at least, I said that you have to make anger 
your ally. It means that when you are couples and you are angry against one another, depends on how you handle the anger. It either brings strong intimacy or part you. It means that the way you handle the anger makes you enter the realm of sex that is even more powerful than the anger. Or if you don't handle it well, to part you. So anger itself can reinforce marriage and make it stronger. All depends on how you handle it. But when we get there, I'll put you, when we get to that place, I'll teach you. So, but if you are the kind that, because normally, unforgiveness starts with anger. There is something she did that you are angry. And from the anger, you came to the place that, good morning, hmm, huh, hmm, I'll, I'll show you that thing. Huh? It is called tortoise character. When you are dealing with the tortoise, eh, he just caved into it. Tortoise syndrome. When the tortoise go into that, in no movement. So when a man came into that particular shell, there's no movement. The thing about tortoise is not because they can even not be fast. Once you want the tortoise to get there, a little obstacle, then he goes inside. When he gets inside, he cannot move and wait until he fails. And it's very difficult to take your hand and pull the tortoise out. So when a man or a woman keeps in and come in a tortoise syndrome, it is difficult for soundness to come to the house. That is where the silence will, good morning, how are you? Is everything? And then nobody's talking. The tortoise syndrome has entered. And in the spirit room, everything comes to a standstill. And it's as a result of the fact that there is something you are not forgiving. There is something you are not forgiving. And some people can forgive, but everyone now they will refer. Even though I'm forgiving you, but it's very difficult to forget. It will destroy you. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. If you forgive, don't let it be a reference point again. Period. Then you come to the place of resentment. Resentment is like you had a wound here when you were a student. Actually, the orthopedic helped you. But a little weight you left, then the pain comes back. Hmm? The pain comes back. It means that it is not completely healed. You have decided not to get it healed. So sometimes you are fine until your wife does something. Then you go and shake your hand, huh? then the pain has come back. It means that you are in resentment. If you build it, I get to bitterness. By the time you are bitter, God has left you. God will never move with a bitter person. God will never work with a bitter person. And a bitter person can care. So people that take a gun, shoot their wife, beat them till they have miscarriage. Deep down inside them, they are bitter about something. They never told anybody about it is there. Be careful the way a man keep re re referring to something 10 years ago. And at some time, as a, any time that thing can you become violent, if you are not smart and pray, one day you kill you. Because when people move from resentment to bitterness, they can easily commit murder. It destroys marriage. It destroys marriage. The women, because they cannot beat, also for, they cannot beat. I find a quote somewhere. 
I find a coat somewhere. I pray I will get it. This is what the person said. When a female no longer gets upset or frustrated with you, you can guarantee that she doesn't care anymore. Silence is deadly. So, if you come to the place to another point that they don't really talk about your matter, they are completely silenced. It means that they've left. They're only waiting for opportunity to park. So, when you see that and the thoughts of the marriage, the other partner does not say anything. Even you make a mistake, he doesn't talk. You make a mistake. It means that silence can be deadly. Watch this. A man told his wife he was going for trek. Accidentally on his way, let's say he's going to Kumasi on a trek. He got to somewhere in Saom and remember that, hey, there is important document I've left. He drove and came back to the house. The wife thought he was in Saom. And when he came, the house, the, the woman was sleeping with his driver or I forgot other driver or somebody in the house and he caught them red-handed. So he entered the room. They were having sex. And he said, oh, oh, sorry, excuse me. She went to his drawer, took his document and left. She left. She came back. Oh, honey, I see nothing has happened, honey. Oh, how are you? <laughs> Is everything okay? How are the children, everything? Please, I will need your love. He never talk about it. The woman started growing, growing, growing. After two weeks, he died. When he was dying, then he wrote a note down. The man killed his wife by silence. So silence is a killer. It is dangerous. You know you have done something, but the other party is not talking. If she came back and said, "Is that what you have done?" and quick, 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 you could have hit her. But now the man, the man pretended nothing has happened. She didn't touch her. She didn't sleep with her. Oh, what is it? Today, do you know something? Have you heard the news? Come, everything is fine. And never talk. Never. It was not an issue to be discussed. And the way he's behaving, you can't even raise the issue. Because have I complained? I have not complained. Life is going on. He died. Silence is a killer. So do you know something? Do you know something? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you during the dinner. Mommy is a naturally a person who doesn't talk. But I force that thing out of her. I say you have to talk before you kill me. You talk. So sometimes I extract it. Then at the time I travel with her, I say that, what are the things I've done this year that you don't like? And I'll push her to talk. Because when people keep piling the mistakes, it comes to a place, it becomes a volcano. And when it explodes, anything can happen. I'll tell you things. I will show you practical side that when people marry for 20 years and 30 years, it's not 20 years of only honey and butter. It's 20 years of struggle, 20 years of forgiveness, 20 years of forgetting, 20 years of overlooking, 20 years of submission, 20 years of mutual respect. So it's not just 20 years of sex. All kinds of things come together. Most time. They only show you the trophy. They don't show you the scar. So what do you do when you marry somebody that doesn't talk? However, me too, I like talking. When I keep quiet, I can easily kill her. So there's something I'm going to talk one day. It's called conflict resolution. When there is a problem, who starts the process of the resolution? Who initiates it? 
who start talking. That is where two proud people will destroy themselves. It is dangerous to come to the place. Why dear Miss Wade? Are they? And Mr. Denham. All of you know that this is what has packed the thing. Me, I love to solve conflicts in the bed because me we are. I, 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 I must take my tights. I don't like conflict that we solve somewhere. It has to be on the bedroom. And I normally like the bed. Because I'm sorry, I'm sorry, pet. After that, the football match must start. I will tell you at the dinner how it works. Don't solve it in a car. When you finish, you can't play much. You need to bring Manchester United and Manchester City together and become the left free yourself. This is it. That is what I'm going to show you that. There is nothing wrong. The anger will reinforce the marriage because you must learn you must know each other but you don't know a person but only the person showing his good side you have to also know the weak side of the person you have to know so his flaws you have to also know all kinds of things about the person in fact there's another thing i'm going to preach what is in your partner that you don't want to see there is something in your partner that you hate and that thing god will never kill it because when God kills that thing, you cannot grow. So sometimes, eh, God can only use you because of a character he has put in your wife that you cannot handle. He must use that thing to train you with patience and train you with ability to endure and not be angry. So sometimes, eh, there is something in my wife, mommy, that I have talked about the thing that he has not changed. I pray it doesn't change. God told me, I decided, and one day God told me, I am the only one who can change a person. You cannot change a person. And that is where God came with one wisdom point that you don't marry to change your partner. You marry to accept them the way they are. So don't ever deceive yourself that the things you see in courtship at marriage time, it will change. It will rather increase and complicate it. It's never. If you think the woman doesn't like bathing, in the marriage time, you won't bath more. No, who cares? Hallelujah. Hmm? They will tell you. Yeah, he's busy. Now, if you're a very sensitive person, whatever you are planning to do, is not bath. So that you have to suspend it. He's working. And then when he sees that, even when he has not bath, you don't disturb. Then then now he can go for two days. Amen. One person came to me and said, my wife doesn't like bathing. The woman also came and said, Papa, am I smelling? I'm not smelling. He said, me, God has blessed me. If I don't bath, I don't smell. So I'm okay. What he's telling is not a point. I told them, I said, are you going to be angry because he doesn't bath? A woman himself, if at a point he doesn't bath, she will feel very uncomfortable. The reason why you are angry is that there are times you want to do something. And because he has not bath, you can't come. God is training your patient endurance no relationship will test you than the marriage relationship whether you were chief executive a president you, there is nothing painful like coming to the office everybody is bowing and kotowing they koto you and when you come back uh, uh, you know, that your stupid koto is not you no. so if you don't fill your mind and become a chief executive at your office and a husband at home you have problem 
because you can easily carry that ego to the house that the way they control you the woman should control you will force her and sometimes out of peace she will do it it's called from full respect sit down i say sit down and i'm sitting by my heart i'm standing that is how we call it. It's called and full respect. So I'm not doing it willingly. Give the Lord a clap of when I'm preaching. So, <laughs> one day, one of Nigerian mentors said something that I laugh. He said that in Nigeria, like the Yoruba uh, 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 culture, they naturally greet bowing. So you are going some elderly person, then you greet, Papa, morning, then they go. And he said, some man, they are so useless that it's not, there's no need to bow. But because it's a culture, you bow. So he said, he said, sometimes you go to her, you bow. Baba, morning, when you wake up, you say, you think I mean it. <laughs> it means I bow, but did he really mean it from my heart? Because you, you don't deserve my bowing. It is called from full respect. He said, Amen. Get it straight. Hallelujah. Nothing would test your marriage will test you and during the dinner i will share some practical things with you i'm telling you everybody right? after over 20 years of marriage i discovered that everybody's marriage can break if your mind is not renewed and the grace of god is not there everybody's marriage can be destroyed and i'll tell you it can be 30 years you cut it don't ever deceive yourself that the more years you go, the better it becomes. It depends on what you do. Sometimes the more years you acquire, the worse the marriage becomes. So the betterment of the marriage depends on both of you, your attitude. We'll talk about that. We'll talk. And there's one thing. Eh? At a certain age of your life, confusion and strife is no good for you. I'm going to show you how people have a lot of hidden sicknesses. Suddenly some high blood pressure. Suddenly some hypertension. Suddenly this thing. Something is going on that is affecting you. It has started in the natural and it has gone to the spirit. And it is manifesting through your body. Most of the sickness is as a result of disobeying God somewhere. As a result of holding your wife in your heart, it can bring you a sickness. But the devil won't let you know that the sickness is the cause of this one. As a result of holding your husband, it can shut your womb. I'll tell you all those things. The devil can close it because there is something. It's justified. He didn't do it well. See, what he did was not right. But what right would the people have to crucify Jesus? There is nothing you have gone through that is more than crucifixion. And the crucifixion is somebody who has never seen. Sometimes, eh, I say something at the invasion. There's a difference between having enemies and making enemies. I want to say that again. There is a difference between having enemies and making enemies. Successful people have enemies, but proud people make enemies. So sometimes you claim you have enemies, but you created them. And sometimes as a result of the way God has blessed you, some people just don't like you. And that is why God said, I'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You didn't create them. So you can create enemies and you can just have enemies. 
Sometimes people hate you. You don't even know them. You have never met them. They just hate you because you are driving a nice car. They are envious because you are living okay. But some people, eh, they became your enemies because of a certain attitude towards them. So proud people create or make enemies and successful people have enemies. Your own. Do you have them or you created them? So you can marry your friend and so later make her become an enemy because of your attitude. Or not all marriages breaking started wrong. Some of them started very well, but along the line, what went wrong? We have to come back and find out what went wrong. Listen to me. The Bible said, don't let the sun go down on your anger. So the moment your anger starts five o'clock and by five o'clock you are still angry, it means that now you are going to contradict scripture. Once you are going in disobedience to the word of God and contrary to what God said is going to leave the natural to the supernatural so by 6 o'clock you are angry then the devil must come in because Satan knows that now you are disobeying the word the only time the devil cannot come after you is when you are in the context of God's word once you are walking in disobedience he has a right to come to your territory then 6 o'clock your anger 7 o'clock another thing has come you refuse to say sorry 2 days, 3 days the anger is eating into resentment because now not that you are only angry with your wife he has done something you are saying that instead of saying sorry look at what you have done even the first one that you did we have not spoken but the reason the second one has come because you have not solved the first what do you mean by that? If I solve the first one and another one come, then the second one doesn't become a second. It becomes a new thing. But if the first one is still there and I don't solve it, another one come, then it becomes second. If the second is not solved, then third, then fourth, then you keep counting. Once Satan counts to a certain point, it must be an explosion. Can I say this? A happy marriage is not a gift, it's a choice. To walk in happiness and peaceful and to live peaceful with your partner. It's not a gift of the spirit. It's a choice. So you choose to decide that. If he had no, he has to walk in the spirit of Jaimanenka. And Obiob walk in the spirit of Jaimanenka. He has to walk in the spirit of overlooking so many things. I have the right to take you to court by to waste my time. I saw in Dowena the last time two people with blows and people have hung around one person's nose was coming with blood traffic has jammed because when there's something happening everybody slows down to find out when I also go there I also slow down the person bathed I said any passenger back on what are they fighting for? A difference of five pesos. When I saw the blood that is coming out of the other person's mouth, I said, can five pesos solve the hospital bill? They say, they say, prevention is better than cure. That means the price you pay to cure will be more expensive than the price you pay to prevent. Stand to your feet. I can give you, I have over, I wrote here 35 things that can destroy your marriage. How many have I given to you now? Huh? So, 
by the special grace of God, if this meeting continues, I can add to you 40. How many can I add to you? Is it 40 or 40? Amen. Edit them. And according to all these things can destroy your marriage. Now, there is a particular one be that. Anyway, you lift up your two hands. We have to go home. Hallelujah. Today, I put the meeting at um, what time did I say we should come? 11. I think I should have make it 10 o'clock. Maybe tomorrow I'll make it like 9 o'clock so that we can do something early. But I wrote something here. There is another thing that can destroy marriage. And that one tomorrow, if you give me the permission, I'm going to talk about it. Hallelujah. Eh? And it is infidelity. Hmm? What do I call it? What is infidelity? A jamai. Show you any nakachan say a jamai. I pick something for Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4. Keep standing. Hmm? Every form of infidelity destroys marriage. Every form. Marriage is honorable unto God. Marriage is honorable in all. And a bed undefiled. But homemongers and adulterers, God will judge. Don't bring yourself under judgment. Because judgment can be very dangerous. Give me the New Living Translation. Any form of infidelity. And infidelity is not one. I'm going to give you different kinds. Financial infidelity. Emotional infidelity. Don't only peg it with sex. Give honor to marriage. Oh, wow. And remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. Every form of infidelity will destroy marriage. Message Bible. It's a modern English. The message Bible is a modern English. Honor marriage. Honor it. So when you are committing adultery, you are not honoring your marriage. Honor marriage. And God, a what? A sacredness of sexual intimacy between your wife and husband. Sacredness. It means that there is no an importation or external spermatosia. Sacred. Oh, did you know? I come from a, a palace. Eh? My grandfather built another house. My mother told me the reason I didn't like staying here is that when you are here, everybody knows that you are in your cycle. Because when you have your cycle, you can't stay in the palace. Even Brunsam Kran know what is secret. The Bible said, honor marriage. Do you know something? The number one destruction of the marriage, maybe not number one, among the top destruction of marriage is infidelity. And the reason it's dangerous is that it invites demons. A jamai. A jamai. We, oh, 
you, you, you don't know what we are looking for. Everything in our generation so that the devil is launching an attack on that thing. Everything is measured by sex. You have to dress sexy. You have to look sexy. You have to design your beard sexy. You have to have some breast standing sexy. Your, everything is measured by sex. Everything. When you go to the West, there is West. I was buying tight, both tight, a career bow. I called the girl you sell it. What do you think about this? So this one is elegant, but this one is sexy. Tie. Ah, yeah, bon, so sex habitual. <laughs> Everything is measured. Everything. People must come to church and look sexy. It's so bad that now married women are trying to look sexy. Looking sexy to who? Who should look at you looking sexy? You go to, you know why I stopped coming to weddings? People demonstrating their breasts. For what? I didn't come to look at breasts. I came to officiate wedding. Yes, sir. Where did he come from? The over here, where they are. Saturday, I was saying, half a It's not right. We cannot call the wrong right. because of where you wear brazier, you wear some tube to cover your breast. No. We have cousins. Sometimes the first thing they cover is their chest like this. No furnace, you say, Yeah, take what one and it's so strong that the Babylonian system has entered the church they've, they've brought their system into the church forcing the pastors to accept it so when you enter the to glasses, no, Papa, maybe you know inside glasses, okay? No, hey. so the glasses, and I see you don't see me, you say, and you easy because you see the reason why it's not easy is that a man is moved by what he see. Not every, not all men has faith. Paul said, it's not everybody that can see your breast and something will not go into his mind. No. So Jesus said, when you look at a woman, you last after you have already committed adultery. Today we are not looking at them. They have, they are bringing it to us to look. It's a showcase. So we are not only people are not watching pornographic magazine. They are working, working pornographies. Some of them are so bad, so bad, so bad. It's disturbing. And some of them with big, big, big breasts, and then they will leave it. I brought yes, and some of them some of the things you are copying from the girl. If you go to the swimming pool, you see this abrophone in a beach. Um, um, back Somebody did something as a coach. Say, what you kill a man is at the back of a woman. Stand to your feet. I saw it and I said, this coat is very powerful. What you kill a man is at the back of a woman. Every cool is Stop your two hands. How many of you love me here? If you don't love me, I'll tell you the truth. This is what it is. Oh. What will kill a man is at the back of a woman. I gave it to your bed, Kubema. Oh dear. Oh, but sorry, I entrained him not to church. Because what will kill you? You keep on. Brand, I'm not better than him. Better have baby. Papa, we oh who she we baby or tea. Me kwa no hume. Mama, what is it? Chrono. Nema mumu ebe kumu. 
What to kill a man? I saw the coat. There was there was a guy. There was a woman with a big back. And I could be and 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 Serious matter. Amen. Serious. I never used to come. come to, I don't want to. The, the way my the way I'm sensitive. I don't want to come to wedding and come and see somebody doing wedding, standing by a man, and you claim this is the first time a man is going to make at you, and half of your breast is out. What and all your breath and sometimes uh, the breath even comes out your friend uh, 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 oh your friend is simple uh, 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 oh you wouldn't be a different routine your friend says uh, sir We shouldn't talk about it. And somebody say, hey, Daddy, you are old school. I want to stay there. I want to stay in the old school. I want to stay in the old school. I have been preaching this gospel for close to three decades, and I'm still surviving. I'm still surviving. I am still surviving. You can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. You think that when you show your breast and you are walking, other men walking, you are not affecting them. No, you are not affecting them. Men fall in love with women whose breasts are not showing. Their breast is covered with dress. And they, what about the thing you are showing? What are you talking about? What affected David? He saw Bathsheba bathing. She saw Bathsheba bathing. A distance. But the, the guy was standing at the story building back on it. He saw a woman bathing. The picture couldn't leave him until he slept with the woman. This is a king anointed as a prophet. What I'm preaching is you not in the Bible. David was not walking around. She saw chances are that if a woman is bathing, it's very difficult to see his lower part. Because the bathroom is not lower. Those bathrooms, maybe it doesn't have a roof. But chances are that you see the top of his place. It's very difficult to see the lower part at the top. So what actually attracted David was Bathsheba's breast. Something about the upper part of the woman caught David's attention and he couldn't let it go. No wonder people come to weddings and the weak men that are there chase the bride, the, the groom, what we call the bride later and slept with them. I came in contact with a former lady who is now mature. Who stood for Miss Ghana? And I was talking, and one thing he told me, say, Papa, that thing is very demonic, because it means after you finish, every every man with money want to sleep with you. So there are things the devil just showcase you and sell you into immorality. And he said they will buy you this, they will buy you car. Some of them just would determine. Why? Because they will let you come and wear pants. And be walking like that. And whilst you are walking, the people standing are they blind? And people are watching. He told me. He said, but for God. He said, Papa, not all prostitutes are people standing in circular. The red prostitute, they are at home. Those people standing there sometimes for one week, they have never got a job. 
For one month, nobody's calling them. People are even afraid when HIV came. Then the rare ones. It means uh, they've turned it to be a prostitute because before I would not remember about five, you know what? A sick four. You say that rem, somebody can buy you a Range Rover and sleep with you once and give you the khaki. They give you a house and just sleep with you. That is why money must not be in the hands of foolish people. And when we get money, don't get angry. If this money built potentiality is made by humanizer, think about how many women are falling. Think. If you put $10 million in Prophet Nanette's hand, do you know what will happen to the kingdom? Do you know the number of invasions I will do if I have a play? If I have a play, every month I will do one revival meeting in some country somewhere. It takes money. If you see us going to do invasion, sometimes the hall we are operating in the hotel, it costs us over $7,000 a day. Sometimes more. And that is just a thing. Who say we are with you? we are And so by the time you finish one meeting in a day, you have paid over $8,000. Who said you don't need money to expand the gospel? It is even on insult on God that the way God has blessed you, your offering is still one Ghana city. No wonder God is finding it difficult to take the money from the wicked and bring it. I'm telling you. Can I tell you something? There is another thing I read. Some young girls were in the wedding. They have showed their, their body and their breast. And they met an old man. The old man said, do you know something? Do you like the gold you are wearing? He said, gold. And he asked, where do you find gold? He said, under the ground. Where do you find oil? Under the ground. Pearls, you have to go under the sea. So all precious things are hidden. You dig and you get it. So say the thing you are putting out there, cover it and hide it. So that a reputable mining guy will come and buy a concession. And mind you through proper systems of engagement and wedding and bring you to his house and call you his missus. And then I want to go about it, who should pay price for it? And let me tell all the wives here, even if your husband has not said it because of the way you try to teach him who good is if you are a marriage woman, behave like a marriage woman. You don't need another man to see your nakedness. Don't dress to show your breast. Because at the end of the young tea, who show no, by the time you are 50, even if you put it out there, nobody will even paint it. Painters, potters, painters cry, they will even watch it. <laughs> no, so for, it's a certain stage of people's life that make them behave that way. No. Because now you are coming to have a wedding. Oh, church, church, your bread, go do for any change now. And call me, you know, during the Kadabuli, there's a woman, his breast was his knee. When the police was coming to arrest him for selling weed, he lifted the breast and hide the weed. Hey, the police hey. said, 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 they couldn't find it. Lift up your two. Searching party, that place is not part of it. Hey. I, I we are one bottom. I just said what we 
That is what it is. Gravity is on you. Well, a lot of people, eh, they behave as if they will never grow. Some of you, when I see young people walking around, me, 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 you didn't grow for you think that's the way you are going to be. Hey, when you are going and coming, you are writing your testimonial. One day you'll be like this. So when people come to a certain age and evil is happening to them, we have to ask two questions. Is it attack or they are reaping? I want to say that again. Now that you are 52, that somebody is chasing your husband, is it an attack or you are reaping what you sow when you were young? God is not mock. Whatever a man and a woman sow, she may not reap it today, but one day. One day I pray a prayer in fasting. I told God, Lord, help me never to reap any wrong seed I have sown. By mercy, deliver me. And here, normal, normal, I should be able to but there was a story I heard. A girl started going out with his senior sister's husband. It was not long the sister died. And he and the guy is planning to marry. God is my witness. I preach in a church in Abruzzi. And the pastor told me that prof, this is the case. And they said they want to come. I said, I'll curse them. They will never wake up again. So whilst his sister is alive, she was sleeping with his senior sister's husband. Who knows whether that is what killed her sister? Died young. If the last time I heard of the girl, they couldn't marry. They say he has gotten cancer. And he was in something, something, and he has grown late. God is no more. You can cause people to die, their blood will be speaking. Mm. Tap your two hands. That is why sometimes we have to do all night and we have to do fasting and pray merciful prayer. We have to tell God to move from judgment seat to mercy seat. And say, we don't deserve it, but on the basis of mercy. I cannot bear. Now open. That one name we are saying, a member we are saying, your sister Penny, worry the sister legally. Take food, go and do. That is why I tell people, even if you marry, if it's your sister, don't entertain any other woman close to your husband. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because some men are animals. They will sleep with anything. Some men don't have any self-control. They will sleep with anything. And once they are last come, there is no control. Last. Come, peace and comfort. Uh, joy and comfort. Everywhere. At Tonkoso, baby, everywhere. Everywhere they will get you, they will not spare you. Everywhere. Recently, there was somebody that they picked a camera in the plane at the toilet. They were having sex. And they charged, somebody told me, so they charged them and bound them from fly. I did come on. May the devil never disgrace you. Guide yourself. You are not the only one. Uh, 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 walking around. Uh, it's not easy. Somebody told uh, somebody who is womanized. Yesterday, a woman came to me and told me, said, Papa, all that it was Friday, all the things you are preaching. My Gina brother. Nice lady, he said, My Gina brother. He is womanizing. He said his brother told him that if a woman makes advances that he loves you and you don't sleep with the woman, he the boy thinks that God will not forgive you. Deception. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it deception or wickedness or demonic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I'm telling you. There is a man recently he collapsed and died. Do you know the name they give him? 1668. It means that between the age of 16 to 68, if a woman crosses his path, he will not spare it. Hey. Hey. Ochavi will say flat. Or so baby or bracket between 60s. I'm not gonna say the best 72. 1668. Put up your two hands. <laughs> it's not funny, huh? It's not funny. It's not funny. Hallelujah. 1668. Look at the man. What is your bracket? Uh, some people here. 1088. Anything. The devil is destroying with immorality. They, they, they will start talking about different things, but you check the foundation of it. What is breaking the home is that a demon has been invited. Marriage is honorable. Honor marriage and God sacredness of sexual intimacy between wife and husband. God draws a firm line against casual and illicit sex. God draws a firm line. On the that, that or the tour on their mass. More by hallelujah. Then maybe all your bad one, but I did the Bemaby no so so more. So go with the mass. Your friend, your friend, your friend, your friend, will stick him out and label. No, because society will forgive a man committing adultery, but they will never forgive a woman. I'm telling you, that is culture, even Bible. It is from the Bible. Two people were having adultery. They caught the woman, brought her to Jesus, and left the man. So right from the Bible, that means that the people forgave the man, but they arrested the woman. Does it take one person to commit adultery? Into your ban, what worry? No, be the one, no, be the one, be the one, be one, no, three, and kwalani ni na anyo ukuma. Generation, and kwalani kwa wum number kesiwa. One day, that stigma you have put on them. Mm. So, the sense of adultery, you know, eh, eh, that is what I tell every man carries four generations. Mm. And to commit adultery, you have affected four generations. Mm. I'll visit the sins of the father from the first to the third to the fourth generation. That is where the sparring date comes. But everyone, once you release a spermatosis, a fourth generation is affected. As I was born, some as I was more, it is as auto. You better clap. I understand you, it's not easy. I didn't bring you here to come and tell you an announcer story and a prophet. Okay, can these are the two things you are dealing with overcoming, control yourself, control yourself, make a vow. I want to come out of this thing because at the other side is lack of peace, trouble. You may pretend you are okay, but deep down, you are not. It brings emptiness. It kills your spirituality. It makes your worship become difficult. It brings tension into your house. And demons become your friend. It's not as simple as you are talking about. When God said, thou shalt not, all of them are for our benefit. Mm -hmm. He knows why. He said, thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not take thy neighbor's wife. God knows that it's for your benefit. The Lord bless you. All scriptures are given by the inspiration of God. What did this afternoon came to do? I'm sure it came to rebuke somebody. Came to correct somebody. Came to teach somebody. It is not just one. I'm sure everybody has gotten their share. There is a place. 
you have to speak to me. It was George Washington that said, responsibility is a price for greatness. If you want to be great, be responsible. Amen. God bless you. Take an offering. Many will be. Now, when you're going to be good, so serious. Two number, but what they are, bra. One man, so I just said, Naminim said, Open some assistant in Wama, ten number, bra. And you may, I am going to come out with two of the Ten Commandments. I'm trusting God to give me grace to do three. Amen. It will help you. And tomorrow morning, I will continue on the thing that will destroy your marriage. Those who are not married, they lay. Yesterday, a woman sent me a message. She said, I wish I knew you when I was in my 20s. I am in my 50s. And he said, yesterday, I pray a prayer for the young people listening to you that they should celebrate and thank God for your life. Because in our time, we never had such rich messages. Now, do you know something, girl? If me myself preaching to you, I never get anybody preaching to me. <laughs> when I was getting married, the pastor, the pastor canceled me. He himself was confused. Pastor Martin, he was confused. It's me called the fear. You better not go off. And then they hear the boss. You go. Tomorrow come. <laughs> I told my let's go to Acropon. Substitute. If there is a need for cancer, we should go somewhere. That's a duo. something. Go tomorrow. Come. What do you do when your counselor is angry with his wife? You go. You what I'm, what I'm teaching you this week is more than marriage counseling. If you take it, you don't need any marriage counseling. Practically, you can, you can, you can sail your way through the, the rough seas. And go. This is more than going to sit there to hear an answer story. Buy the tape if you are younger. And if you are going to marry, whether you are married or not, some of you couples say, you must put the tape inside your TV. Sit down and watch. And be making notes. Me and my wife. We used to listen to married counselors tape near you know, see near compare. What did you write? What did I write? And then we discuss. We have married books by our bedside. We take a topic. And then that week we talk about it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> it, 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 it does not come by tongues. You'll be speaking in tongues, but you'll be singing. It's not everything I work with prayer. Lord, confusion by you are see. Confusion by how you how you. Papa, when the post said something, say a, a man ran away from a woman ran away from his husband from Kaduna and came back. I'm, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Papa, I'm done. Daddy, I'm done. How marry again? He says, stand. I say, look at me. Are you sure you want this money to break? He said, talk now. Are you sure? You the way you are talking, pra 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 pra. Are you sure this marriage break? You'll be okay. He said, talk. If you are a woman, talk. are you sure? I say, talk to me. Be sincere. Do you? Break? I will help you break it. He said, no. He said, foolish girl. <laughs> he said, stop the stupid prayer. Go back and fall on his knee. Fall on it. She ran back with his husband's leg. Mm -hmm. The husband said, I'm happy you came. Mm -hmm. Put her there on the bed. Fire in that. He said, you don't need prayer. Thank you. It's not prayer that's all. Go. Don't stop. He said, go and fall on his knee. 
You don't need to go there. I can only come when I reject you. He holds his husband's leg. That is why I told you, huh? About removing your brazier and let your breast touch his knee. The man calmed down. <laughs> why is counseling, Brian? Why is counseling? The man said, go and fall on him. He went there. By the time the husband was there, he came there and then bare-chested. He kneeled down like this. When the two blessed the man, the man started partying. I have forgiven you. <laughs> Especially when you put a little ice block so that it becomes very cold. And it touches the man. The man is dead. The man is a dead. If, if something cold touch you, would you feel ghost pimples? Sunday you hear things. Wow. He said, Look, you, you still be standing there. Inama, you devil. No devil. No devil anywhere. The devil has never married before. <laughs> tell your neighbor, lose wisdom. Tell the be wise. Tell your neighbor, be wise. Be wise. Be wise. Be wise. Be wise. Eh, eh, I remember Esther fasted. Was Esther problem your problem? <laughs> Esther problem was not his matrimonial home. It was an attack of death on his tribe. And that's why he's fasting. Your home is about you and your husband. Don't take scripture out of context. <laughs> Am I making sense at all? Yes. Why is counseling? What is making you refusing to kneel down with your breast touching my is pride. The, but the underlying current is pride. Ego. God knows what is in the woman. That's why he says submit. If you go and stay in the condition for one hour and the thing becomes cold, you touch a man. The moment the thing touch him, goose people will run through his body. All the anger will dissipate. The reason why to kill him is that. He has never experienced such a thing. It might be the first time your husband has seen you kneeling down with your breast touching his laps. He has never experienced it. Most of the sexual acts in the African home is the men that initiate it. It's not the woman. 99% is the men. African culture, women don't initiate sex. It's men. Sunday, I'll tell you things. You better go and write your name. By Friday, if your name is not there, you are not part of it because I want to limit the number of people because of what I'm going to say. It's not because of suffer. A, a man has not seen a breast before. The act, he has never experienced it. When you experience an act for the first time, it shocks you and it breaks your defenses of ego. You see, my wife nailing down. Something is happening. You see all the demons of pride leave the man. He become. Now everything you are saying, his mind is not on it. It is the touching. Concentration will come on that thing that has become very cold. That is touching his leg. You see electricity running from his body from up and down. I am a man, I know what I'm telling. It is called low current. She will be shocked. She will be shocked. Also, most of the women has never known that before their husband. Yes, They've never tried. Yes, yes, 
not yet. Because we are not built for that. Hmm. Hallelujah. So the art can shock. The act can. Eh? When Esther appeared, Ahasuerus was shocked. This guy can defy the laws and come like this. He pointed the golden scepter immediately. That didn't shock him. Nobody has tried. The Bible said, when you go without he calling you, you must die. She, he made the king know that I am not afraid of death when it comes to defending the cause of God. Wow. He pointed the golden scepter. Only God knows what happened. The Bible said, when he saw his face, he obtained favor. What make them not, what make Hassanos not call his wife was not because he was angry with him. Haman, them are sorceress. So they cut off the link before they operated attack. So there was a manipulation from the zodiac that made the man forget about the woman. But that's why I told you that you cannot outsmart God. All God needed from Esther is boldness and forgetting about who you are and face the guy. It was manipulation. So with the fasting, it suspended. He paid money to the king's account. Haman is an Agagite. Okay. It is this Agag that somewhere in the spirit say you have, your sword has make women barren. How does a sword make a woman barren? These people are sorcerers and divinators. So Haman did it physically and also did it spiritually. That if there's anybody to defend this thing, it's you. Let me cut you off from this woman. So the enchantment work on the king. But Esther diffused it and disarmed it by fasting mm. and entered the place. He disarmed the spirit by fasting. And one day, it's a wise woman. But your own is not what we are talking about. Your own is something that is going to cause you to lose your house. Use the weapon God has given to you. That is why all the weapons you have, you, you, are either, you can either use it rightly or wrongly. Breast is a weapon. Your womanhood is a weapon. Ah. Your voice is a weapon. Sometimes the way even you talk can melt a man. Please, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's called communication when I get there. It's not the same. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, okay, thank you. And, uh, it's not the same. It's not the same. Say, oh, okay, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Say, please, thank you so much. It's not the same. The way you talk and melt them out. Your act. The Bible says God is a God of knowledge. Even God. By him actions are weighed. If God weighs actions, what about man? You can just meet people you have never met before. But you fall in love with them because of their attitude. They have never spoken. Oh, I like the woman. She is nice. What did he do that make you nice? He didn't give you any money. He didn't dash you a gift. His attitude towards you lets you conclude that she is nice. You also meet somebody and say, this guy might be disrespectful. He has never talked to you by his demeanor. So there is a way you approach a man, you will kill his ego at once. Oh, I'm telling you, when I say that people are laughing, but it's a major weapon. So for all the things on the woman, they are weapons. God gave it to them. The Bible said the growth of the woman is his hair. So Uchiyegwechin is a weapon. Your eyes. But you know when you say, what's a bema? What's a bema? The brain has jammed. You can watch a woman some way. That's why one day one of my counselor told me, don't watch a woman eyeball to her boy for a long time. The moment you watch her, I will say, well, no, go closer. Oh, they watch. Who's your movie? Who's your movie? Who's your movie? Who's your movie? 
Somebody, I was or share and say, I was or share, I was another necrosay. Eye contact is very dangerous. Very dangerous. Hallelujah. Yeah. It is so strong that sometimes when I travel to even preach, that's why I go with all these people that follow me. I don't allow them to, I don't allow anybody to just sit in front. There are people when you are preaching, they come and sit in front. You cannot put your words together. I, I, I thought it the first time it happened to me alone. And to one of my spiritual mentors told me, say, Nana, I was preaching in the church. A lady came to sit there. His eye, the white is white, the black is black. He was watching me like that. I saw that I went off for 10 minutes. That 10 minutes, I didn't know what I was saying. When I came back, my wife told me that there was a particular time that so I have to take it. I watched her like this, and as I was watching her, I tuned off. Eye contact. Until obey me, obey me, they are show your brain will jump. Particular the one they call them sexy eye. Sunday match that one day. Most of the men, the men are yet. And now, if you also only want to me, yeah, I'm in a cousin, a bizarre. Boss, how are you? Boss, I'm fine. Boss, and I will go visit. What do you know? What do you know? A cousin, I want to say, crow, not to say, crow, nothing in general. In your general, but I said, no, I'm not here. I'm telling you, all these are practicality of what you're talking about. Watch the movies and see. Sometimes, this person watch, which is why angry, and they tell him that, will you forgive me? I say I'm sorry. I want you to know I love you. I must say now why you come up here and you say no. I'm on coffee move. I say village general the bank. I must say now I'm meeting no. I'm back close. I'm back close. I'm back close. I must say now I no no no. I can see him say pa. What weapon brought the mouth to mouth, eye to eye? The weapon of eye to eye can introduce mouth to mouth. What are you talking about? Hmm. 